bestie back with another episode of real talk with the spiritual bestie hey guys happy spring equinox i hope that you guys are doing well if you're returning to the podcast thank you so much for joining me again i really appreciate it and if you're new hey boo welcome to real talk with the spiritual bestie this is a podcast where we delve deep into all things esoteric and spiritual i'm your host candy also known as the Spiritual Bestie, and I'm currently a grad student working on my master's degree in marriage and family therapy, and I'm just here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery and empowerment. So thank you so much for being here and joining me today. I really appreciate it. So we have some keywords um, that came up. I pulled up, I have two keywords. One is from an Oracle deck. One was given to me intuitively. And then I have a tarot card that I pulled. So the tarot card that I pulled was the strength card. It's the number eight in the tarot deck. And this card represents polarity and duality. It represents continuation. It's very much in alignment with Mercury. Um, It represents thoughts, words, and clarity when we get into that mercurial energy. Um, It also represents balance success, awakening, moving in sync with the divine, operating in your divinity. It's very much giving sacral chakra energy as well and womb work or sacral chakra work as well. So that's the strength card. We then had, I pulled an oracle card from my oracle deck and the card that came up was voyage. And I was reminded that Life is all about what happens along the journey. You know, you have to really just like pay attention as you're journeying along because it's about the trip. You know, it's about seeing the sights. It's about the lay of the land, paying attention to what's going on around you. Sometimes you have a plan. The plan doesn't go according to how you thought it would. And you might have to detour. But you just, you know, before you start your trip, you pack, right? You pack. You gas up the car, you prepare for the detour. You know, you may have your credit cards, but you may say, oh yeah, let me grab a little bit of cash just in case. You know, you you try to think of the different scenarios of things that might happen and just try to be prepared in case you have to detour, in case there's a delay. And sometimes there is a delay, but remember a delay is not a denial. So that's your voyage card. And then the keyword that came to me was closure. Closure is... Completion. It's completion when we mentally and emotionally detach ourselves from a situation. And it's an act or an action that brings something to an end. So it ends a situation or a relationship. And a lot of times with 
closure, we often seek out closure from parties that are involved in a situation or relationship that's ending. But we're not always going to get that closure. Sometimes it doesn't make sense until later on down the line. Sometimes it hurts really, really bad when initially, you know, that ending, it's a hard break. But sometimes that's necessary. You know, spirit will sometimes allow us to experience that pain early on. And we think that it's the worst, but a lot of times if we in if we stay in a situation and we continue a cycle, that pain is 10 times worse than the initial pain of the early cutoff. And we're being reminded that in times where we are not called to stay in a situation or we're not called to stay in a relationship, be it a friendship or otherwise, go ahead and cut those things off. It's time to surrender, like release and break those attachments because any thought form, any person, any condition that no longer serves a divine purpose in your life is a hindrance to your purpose. And there's a season for everything that happens. And there are moments where some things just have to die off. Some things are just going to end. And the answers may not come to you right now, but they will eventually be revealed to you. You know, some cycles are going to end. That's okay. Let it go in peace. We're in a season right now with this spring equinox of new beginnings. And we have a couple of new moons in Aries that we're going to talk about as well today. New beginning, like spirit is echoing new, new, newness. New cycles are emerging and we can't, we can either allow ourselves to grow and evolve or we can stay stagnant and understand that your choice to stay stagnant, your choice to stay where you are and resist that change and that evolution can cause you to cycle in this same space for the next few years. Because the energy right now is very important. This is a really important spring equinox this year in 2023. It is so important. And you're going to see in the next couple of years that what happens right now in this next 30 to 60 days is going to impact your life for the next three years or more. I am currently entering into a one year. Every year, and I talk about this on episode 405, your personal year, every year we enter a new cycle in our life, a new numeric year cycle. And for me, 2022 was a nine year. 2023 for me is a one year. So nines represent endings. They represent, you know, completion. It's you know, that period of closure or not closure, but it's ending whether you like it or not. And I wasn't really thinking, you know, I was preparing for for this cycle and this season and I had my own plans. You know, as I said earlier, I'm in school. I had my plans to stay on my job until the end of the year. And I was going to then resign at that point in time and began my journey as a therapist, you know, doing my internship. I was going to start, you know, that's the plan. Like I'm going to start seeing clients in January. I'm still on track for that. But I ended up quitting my job because I started the job in 2021 and I never really liked it. But I had, 
you know, some plans and there were some things that I knew I needed to do and some things that I wanted to do and some challenges that I wanted to take on. And it felt in alignment with that. And it was very the the timing of it and the offer, you know, when I received it was very much in sync with where my life was and with the messages that I was receiving. So, you know, it was an assignment for me. I never really enjoyed it. I wanted to get out early, (laughs) but I had come to peace with some things and said, you know, I'll endure this until the end of the year and then I'll resign. You know, I'll give myself the end of the year because I have to be available for my internship anyway. So that was the plan. But the universe had other plans. And I ended up, you know, talking it over with my husband and applying to some different positions. And I got an offer and I was like, it's time to go. You know, it's time to go because I asked for the door to be open for me when it was time to walk away. And I had prayed about it and I had been praying about it because, again, I never was really happy or content in that space. It was always a stressful situation, you know, very little work-life balance, uh, very demanding, and the demands had gotten greater and greater. And, you know, I'm, I'm saying to the people that I work with, you know, I'm at capacity. And I expressed that and it was pretty much met with a that's a you problem (laughs) kind of thing. And I ended up meeting it back with a get somebody else to do it. Okay. (laughs) But I learned a lesson in all of that. I learned about endurance. Uh, There are some things that have been revealed to me that I need to continue to work on about myself. And, you know, I just realized, hey, there was no respect put on the work that I was putting out there. What I was bringing to the table, my contributions were, were being... Um, dumbed down. And then it was like, but we need more. We need more. We need more. And I'm like, hey, my cup has a limited quantity for you guys in it. And you're not getting all of what's in my cup. You're not getting everything. You're not going to keep draining and depleting my energy. And I had just gotten, I started sinking really, really low and really, really deep. And I know that depression monster because I have faced it before. And I started feeling depression setting in. And I just was like, why do I feel like this? Like, why am I allowing this job to make me question my worth? Why am I allowing it to make me, um, you know, question my work ethic? Why am I sitting here questioning myself and my abilities and, you know, all of these things, you know, I'm really looking at myself and it was just not, reflective of the type of environment that I want to spend eight hours a day in. It wasn't reflective of the type of um, relationships that I wanted to have in my life and build further on. And, you know, I made a decision, put in my two weeks and I appreciated uh, everything that I learned along the way and couldn't be better timing. I'm exiting my nine and going into my one, entering into new energy, new new job, new situation, more connected with the work that I'm going to be doing moving forward. And I'm really, really thankful for all the lessons that I learned along the way. I'm even, even thankful for the discomfort because it showed me myself. And it also exposed to me some things that 
I didn't realize, you know, I needed to really do some more intense work on, you know, some intense shadow work with myself and really needing to continue to build myself up the same way that I'm constantly building up other people. So yeah, child, I quit my job and fuck that job. You may need to quit your job, but make sure, you you know, make sure you have a plan. I think at the end of the day, a lot of times when we get emotional, we get impulsive. And I had to really try to remove the emotion from it and really strategize. I'm taking the next week, I'll be starting the new job in a couple weeks. And I'm taking the next week to really reflect and rest and get into the work. Um, because we're hitting the spring equinox. It's time to move. It's time for action. It's time for movement. It's time for us to take those things that we have gained over the last few years and begin to really apply them to our lives. And I realized that a lot of people feel guilty when they are in a place where they need rest. You know, I've talked to a lot of people that have felt like, Uh, I'm I'm ashamed to say it, but I have been falling off my spiritual practice. And, you know, I host a I hold space um, in a no judgment zone because there are cycles that we all enter in our lives. And sometimes we are called to rest. Sometimes we are called to just relax, to just sit back. And there are times when we're called to be active, to you know, get into our more masculine energy and do things. You know, our feminine energy is about us receiving. It's about us resting, relaxing, nurturing, us getting into that soft life energy. But there has to be a balance to it all. You know, we're we're still called to produce and to create. One thing that I knew was the disconnect between me and the job was the fact that, you know, I don't want to subscribe to the hamster wheel of lifestyle. You know, I want to, I, I want to be able to put in quality work. I want to have that respected and I want to be able to attend to my family and the other things in my life that I have going on. So when you feel like you're not connected as closely as you'd like to be to your spiritual process, to your rituals, to Whatever, however you identify spiritually, when you feel like you are not in sync or you haven't been as active as you feel like you need to be, check in with that. Check in to see, are you being called to rest? Have you been overworked? You know, have you, are you right now in a place where you need to be receiving, where you need to be poured into? Check in with that. Sometimes when we are not as active in our spiritual practice, it's because we're called to rest. We're not always called to create and cultivate and do and spin the wheel. Sometimes we're called to be still. And in our stillness, we are still very much in sync with our spiritual practice. In our stillness, we are very much still in sync with spirit and we're very much still connected. So now if you're pulling, feeling the pull to Get back into your routine to start a new routine or refresh your routine. Follow that call, follow that pull and surrender to breaking those attachments. Surrender to releasing all the thought forms, all the people and all the conditions that don't align with your purpose. Because there's a lot going on. 
We have Saturn in Pisces, and this transit started March 7th, and it's going to go all the way until February 14th of 2026. If you don't have your birth chart, go to astro.com and put in your calculations. I will have the link in the show notes so that you can pull up your birth chart so you can go exactly where you need to to put in your birth chart. Once you pull up your birth chart, find out where Saturn is in your birth chart. What house is it in? Also, where is Pisces in your birth chart? What house is Pisces in? And Saturn rules over Capricorn. So you also want to look and see where's Capricorn? What house is Capricorn in in your birth chart? Because Pisces is ruled by Jupiter. So you want to see where's Jupiter in your birth chart. Those are very important placements for this cycle of Saturn and Pisces because they're in a, they're all connected. Look at the planets that rule those houses that they're in. All of this is important. You know, just kind of take some time with it. Take some time with your birth chart because again, this is an extended cycle. When we have these extended cycles, there are things that are baking and shaking in the spiritual realm. And these cycles are extended like this because it is a time period of great change. And that change doesn't happen overnight. Things are changing and evolving and you want to be in sync so that you know how to move. It's like double dutching. You know, you got to pay attention and you got to jump in at the right time. Saturn is a planet that is considered to be difficult. It's considered a hard planet. Saturn is like that teacher in high school that challenged the fuck out of you, like really pushed you. They required more. That teacher was pushing you to your greatest self. That teacher was requiring more out of you because they saw more in you. And that's what Saturn does. Saturn is a planet that is very challenging. It challenges us. So it, a lot of times, and what people don't often say about Saturn that's really important is Saturn a lot of times requires collaboration. Saturn requires partnership. And Saturn in Pisces, Pisces is that duality, okay? So there is that balance that is very necessary, okay? It's, a, it's calculated steps. It's calculated movement. So Saturn is bringing challenges, it's bringing obstacles, it's bringing some limitations. It makes you have to get analytical. You have to really think about your next move. You're not going to just walk up and walk through the energy of Saturn. No, you're going to have to have a strategy. You're going to have to draw on the strengths that you carry and then connect with others that have strengths in places that you may not and strategize. Saturn is also like about walls and boundaries. It's about maturity. It's about discipline. It's about responsibility and it's about structure. But at the end of the day, Saturn is the planet that I say it's the hard work pays off planet. You know, a lot of times Saturn gets a bad rep because people get scared because people don't want to do the work. Like, let's be honest. We live in a microwave society where people want everything ready-made. They want it instantaneous. Nobody wants to put in the work. Nobody wants to take the time to evaluate and analyze things. We just want the finished outcome. You know, we want the pretty finished product without all the work. We live in a microwave society. I want you all to also peep game. 
Saturn is the planet of Black people. It is the Black people's planet. That is our thing. It, it is very much our planet, okay? And when we think about all of these conversations that are being had right now around relationships, think about Pisces. There are two fish swimming in separate directions sometimes. When Pisces is in a good space, they are in sync. But we're going to see over the next couple of years that these difficult, hard conversations in the Black community amongst Black men and Black women needs to be had. There will be some productive conversations, but we are going to see that there's continued obstacles placed in front of the relationship between the male and the female in our community. And it's really important that you understand that you have to be analytical. You have to use collaboration. You have to connect. It's a teamwork kind of thing. This is a teamwork kind of energy, okay? So Pisces represents changes. Of course, we know Pisces is a water sign. So Pisces is very fluid, but we know water can also be frozen. Water can be a solid, it could be a liquid, or it could be a gas. So it's about fluidity. Pisces is very feminine energy as well. It's also very spiritual. Pisces are like the little magical signs of the zodiac. And Pisces also represents discipline. To me, when I think about it, when I think about Pisces in, in its best case scenario, in its strongest point, I think about Pisces in cooperation and collaboration. I think about the duality. I think about the polarity as well. The same, again, that's the energy that came up in the strength card. That's the energy that came up in the strength card. So it's balance, you know, it's yin and yang. It's night and day. It is the opposites, which is that, that duality and that polarity that come up. That's the energy with the Saturn and Pisces transit. And again, this is happening from March 7th of this year until February 14th of 2026. Also keep in mind, we're in a seven year. This is a very spiritual year for us. Okay. It's a very spiritual year. A lot of good things can happen in this year and in the next couple of years within the relationship sector, within dating and relationships um, in our community. There is an opportunity for healing, but we have to be more of the solution and less of the problem. And some of us are being the problem or we're only entertaining the negative conversation and the negative aspects of what's going on. And we're just recycling and regurgitating this very divisive, continued conversation around a microwave society type energy. And so we're being called to move out of that. We're being called to do our part, just like stop engaging. Again, you know, it's about the journey. It's about the, about what happens along the way. You can't be afraid of taking the route less traveled. You can't be afraid of taking the time to allow something to mature, to allow something to cultivate and to grow. We really have to slow down. Let's be more a, a part of the solution and less a part of the problem that's going on in our community. Let's talk about, though, this Aries new moon, okay? The Aries new moon, the first one, is happening on the 21st. Aries is ruled by Mars. Mars is the god of war. Get your birth chart back out. 
check to see where Mars is in your birth chart as well. Now, to be the God of War, you really have to be very strategic. You have to be analytical. You have to be calculating and you have to be precise. You can't be the God of War and just be flailing out here and just making impulsive decisions. To really be the general, the captain, like the guard of war. I guess generals and captains can be different levels, but you get what I'm saying, right? To be to be the god of war. Like that is that is a high-ranking position. You're not just getting that title without having some strategy, without having some wins too. You're not just going to war and losing. Like you are the god of war. You know how to get it done, right? So take some time with this energy during this time period, during the new moon on the 21st. And I would say even, you know, on the spring equinox is a beautiful time to get into that energy. Clarify your intentions about whatever ritual or whatever work you might be doing during this time. Clarify your intentions about whatever goals you have set. Remember when we talked on the last podcast I reminded you guys that the end of the year is not the time to start on whatever your plan or your resolution is. That was not the time to start. The time to start is the springtime. The January new year is the time where we are reflecting. That's kind of like the marker to say, hey, the countdown begins now. Reflect, unpack the stuff that you need to unpack. Deal with the stuff that you need to deal with. Face the things that you need to face. Rest because healing, when we start unearthing these things, that healing process can be very draining. It can really take a lot out of you. So from December 31st until March, when the spring equinox occurs, during that time period, we are supposed to be unearthing, addressing things, resting. Unearthing, addressing things, resting, pulling up the weeds in our garden. And when the springtime comes, that's when we move into action. So during this time period, we have the equinox on the 20th. We have a new moon the following day. Clarify your intentions about whatever it is that you plan on doing moving forward. Be intentional, be thoughtful, be calculating. Get into that Mars energy, get into it. Mars is not just about aggression. It can get that way, but it's not just about that. It's about being calculating, being analytical, being thoughtful, thinking ahead, thinking about the alternatives and the detours. Again, back to the voyage card that came up. I'm telling you guys, these cards were in sync when I pulled them today. (laughs) They were in sync. You know, as you're thinking ahead and you're thinking about the alternatives and the detours, remember, this energy is about action. So once you calculate, once you see the move, go into the door when it opens up. You got to get moving. This is a time of action. You got to get to it. Keep in mind also, like during this time, you may experience some frustration. It can definitely occur. Aries energy is very strong energy. So when we're talking about this energy of action and movement, keep in mind, it can be frustrating because it can be intense. But remember just to think about the alternative. These new moons are definitely bringing about big changes for us. And whatever cycle, whatever new cycle it is that you're entering, you're going to need to make a real and definitive commitment to that thing. There's going to be requirements at this time. And 
the choices that we make in relationship to these new cycles that we're entering, that we're being called to step into, these choices and these decisions are going to continue to impact us and they're going to continue to affect us throughout this Saturn and Pisces cycle. So there are going to be some opportunities that will not come around again anytime soon. You have to be quick. Okay. That is very, very important during this time. For our March 21st new moon, bringing about these changes. So there's going to be a lot of synchronicities, a lot of confirmation of new things. Think about all the newness that you're being called to enter. And at this time, you may feel called to end some things quickly and abruptly. Take your opportunity when there's a way out of something that you know you're being called to get out of, get out then. Get out immediately. Don't hesitate. Don't question it. Oh, I wonder if I stay a little longer, if this is going to change. It's not going to change. Move now. Your spirit team is going to always be talking to you, giving you messages, placing those numbers in front of you, that synchronicity, all that's happening just to get your attention as a reminder. So pay attention, ask for clarity when you need it. April 21st, when we have the next Aries new moon, it's a new moon eclipse. That's going to be a time where it's going to bring some endings. That's going to be the time for that shadow work. It's going to be a death and rebirth cycle that's happening almost simultaneously. It's going to be like instant ending, new beginning tomorrow. Lost my job today, got an opportunity the next day. So let's talk a little bit about Aries so that you can get into this energy of Aries during these new moons. Aries in astrology rules the head. So this is a good time, especially on March 21st, to spend more time in deep meditation. Your thoughts at this time are going to be critical for the new cycle that you're being called to enter. And you need to feed your head. You need to feed your Ori. One way that you can feed your head literally is through um, coconut milk. And you take, un, uh, you can go to the store, get a can of unsweetened coconut milk, and you wash your hair as you normally would. And then once your hair is washed, you pour the coconut milk on your head and you have to get like a shower cap. What I usually do is I'll take a shower cap or two, and then I take one of my scarves and I tie my scarf on my head. And then I take another one because, you know, you want to make sure you kind of have layers so that while you're sleeping, because you're going to leave this in overnight while you're sleeping, you know, you're able, your head is being fed. Um, that was told to me by an old school OG spiritual practitioner. And I feel so refreshed when I feed my head like that. There are other ways to feed the head and you may be called to do something different. But when you get up the next morning, you can wash your hair out again and then just dry it, style it how you normally do. If you can feed your head. It is so, it, it clarifies the mental so well. It's so refreshing to just that mental clarity and that mental space. And this is a great time to do that. Is If you can do it, definitely do. Pay attention also to your innermost self. You want to connect with your inner self through prayer, through meditation, through offerings. Give yourself offering. Do things for yourself. Get into that glamour magic. Get into doing that mirror work. Look at yourself. Love on yourself. Really, really dedicate some time. Treat yourself right now 
And I'm not talking about materialistic things right now. I love a soft life. I love a luxury life, right? But we have to get to the point where we are not always associating love with material things. All that's well and fine. It's great. I love it too, y'all. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that wanting or buying or having nice things is is a bad thing because it's not. But we have to stop equating love with materialistic items. So when I say love on yourself, I'm talking about look in the mirror, love on yourself, you know, doing things that just make your soul happy, that make you feel good, spending some time just reading things that make you feel uplifted and empowered, getting into your playlist. I have a playlist on Spotify in the show notes as well. Check that out. Put on a playlist that of empowering songs. And these songs on this playlist are empowering. They're beautiful. They um, put you in a good headspace. Like get into those things. Get into those type of things during this time. Love on yourself during this time. Get into your own head. You got to talk that talk to yourself. And I tell you guys that all the time. Get into those affirmations. Write your own affirmations and say them to yourself. Record them on your phone and play them in the morning while you're getting ready. And clear your mind. At the end of the day, after you have gotten off work, sit down and meditate before bed so you can clear your mind because that allows you to really, really get some good rest. Allow yourself to really get a good night's sleep so that the next morning, you know, your thoughts and your mind is clear. Also, journaling is a good thing to do during this time period. And when you're upset, you know, unload in that journal, let it loose, let it rip, say whatever it is that you need to say, and then release it. Maybe you have to tear it up, you know, maybe you have to burn it, do what you need to do, and then allow yourself to meditate so you can get a good night's rest. Okay. I always remind you guys, take your spiritual baths during these moon cycles, especially. There are some crystals also that you can work with. Diamonds are good crystals to work with at this time, as well as bloodstone um, is a good crystal to work with during this time. Here are some things that you can get into during the spring equinox so that you can really get in sync with the energy. Um, One of the first things is perform a spring cleaning or ritual in your home declutter and purge make sure you get rid of anything that just no longer fits i literally have a pile of clothes on the floor in my closet right now that i need to go bag up and just get rid of it's either getting given away or it's getting thrown away but it gotta go it gotta go so and stop holding on to stuff saying i'm gonna give this to so and so i'm gonna give this to somebody i'm gonna find somebody to give it to give it away already you've been holding on to that bag of clothes in your closet for how many months Go ahead and get rid of it. And if you can't give it away, throw it away because it's not doing anybody any good sitting in a bag in your closet. Get rid of it. Let it go. Things that have those attachments, let them go. I talked about this in the episode with Victoria Love about getting rid of things that are from past relationships because they carry energy. This is a time to clear your space. And when you clear that space, you're going to see how more enters your life. It's all about the attachment of the energy to those things. Also, cleanse your floors. You can cleanse your floors with rose water. Rose water is really good to purify a space. You can just put the rose water in your mop water. Also, orange water. Orange water is good for increasing positive emotions. Now, if your house is a little chaotic, don't use the orange water. We're going to talk about something else. But 
If you already have beautiful energy in your home and you want to increase that, you want to get into the orange water. To refresh and stimulate your place, lemon water. To calm a space, if you have, you know, maybe some chaotic energy in your home or you had a lot of kids running around, get into that lime water. Put some lime water in your mop water. And if you're interested in, you know, baths and those kind of things, I do have stuff on my website and you can contact me. You have like a specific request for a certain type of bath that you're looking for. Um, my website, www.thespiritualbestie.com is a great place to go and purchase my baths. And you can also send a request over to me if you have like a specific bath that you need something for that you don't see on my website. And I'll let you know if I can provide that for you. So those are the things that I would suggest, you know, using to cleanse your home. <laughs> That's just the second thing on this list of how to get in sync with the spring equinox energy. Number three, refresh your altar. Add some flowers to your altar. Cleanse your altar. Just refresh it. Maybe purchase something new that you want to include on your altar or your altars. Um Number four, again, meditation, very, very important. With all this coming through in the next month, we definitely need to get into meditation and keep a journal close by. Um, number five, spend some time in nature, taking some washes, enjoying the sunshine, connecting with the earth. Very, very important. Definitely take your shoes off and get grounded. Um, there have been studies and there's actually a documentary on YouTube. I think it's called Earthing. I think that's the name of it, but it definitely, it goes into the study of, of grounding or earthing and the benefits that it has. So this is a scientific thing as well. Um, definitely they'll get connected to the earth, get out in the sunshine. Number six, can start a garden or, you know, get some plants for your home. A snake plant is very low maintenance. You don't even have to water it that often. So if you travel a lot and you're not home a lot, that's a great plant to have. If you are wanting to get plants or maybe you're a cereal plant killer like me, I can say I've killed many a plant's child and those have survived. So definitely plants symbolize new beginnings. They symbolize growth and they're just beautiful to have around your home. Um, candle magic is number seven on my list. And it is something that I definitely encourage you guys to get into during this next month specifically. I did say spiritual baths. That was number eight on my list. Number nine, reflect on what it is that you want to manifest in the coming months. Setting intentions for your growth and transformation is really important. And really, again, having clarified intentions on what it is that you hope to achieve, what it is that you're willing to do to get there, and really investing the time and energy into it. Number 10 on my list is practice gratitude and give offerings. Give offerings to the earth, practice gratitude. You can share that energy and that time with other people, you know, getting with your spiritual friend and really connecting and taking time to maybe have a gratitude ritual or do, give offerings, you know, to the earth. If you live close by some water, that is a great place to do it. And that's one thing that I definitely miss about living in Tampa is the how close I was to a beach and how I could go and give offerings. And spend that time out there just connecting with the ocean. I really miss that. A lot of people have their altars set up at home. But if you live 
in the same city where your people are buried, where they've been laid to rest, go and clean their graves. Go and spend some time, you know, giving offerings and pouring libations in those spaces as well. That's really important. And um, you can't neglect your people. Okay, you can't neglect your people. That's that's the space where you can physically go to honor them and where you can leave offerings. And there's a lot of energy tied to grave sites. So go spend some time with your people. I think that that concludes today's episode. I hope that you guys, you know, got some useful and beneficial information from today's episode. If you did, do me two favors. One, share this podcast with at least one friend. And two, please write a review. Your reviews help my podcast get more exposure. Your reviews help me know if you guys are finding this information useful and beneficial. If you could please write a review, I'd appreciate it. I missed you guys so much. I'm so glad I was able to get on here and record an episode today. And I thank you guys for listening. If you want to connect with me, you can book a session on my website, thespiritualbestie.com. You can also purchase spiritual baths and spiritual tools there. If you want to sponsor an episode, you can do that by sending money through PayPal or Cash App. My PayPal is candy, C-A-N-D-Y, Writes and that's W-R-I-T-E-S. You can send money through um, PayPal that way. My cash app is dollar sign spiritual bestie. I love you guys. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Well, beautiful souls, I look forward to the next episode of Real Talk with the Spiritual Bestie. Until then, stay abundant, stay blessed, stay free. Peace.